Welcome to the Uncommon Woman for an Uncommon Time podcast. Our title is inspired by a poem line written by CSJ's sister, Alberta Cannon. The podcast is intended for students and community members of Mount St. Mary's University in Los Angeles. In our episodes, we share leadership lessons, stories, and ideas in the hope to explore Mount Leeds, our leadership language at MSMU, and the four core principles. I'm your host, Erica McKissick, a third-year undergraduate student and student leader at Mount St. Mary's University. I study film, media, and social justice with the intention to create media that can shift our culture. Each week, we invite a special member of our community to help us explore buzzwords, topics, or elements of Mount Leeds. Let's get started with this week's segment. Today I have with me Dr. Rosalind Kempf, uh, who is such an amazing and powerful leader um, on our campus, and I'm just so excited to have her today. Thank you, Erica. I'm so excited to be here um, and have been looking forward to this time with you to talk about Mount Leeds and um, just share this space with you. Um, so I'm Dr. Rosalyn Kempf. Uh, most students call me Dr. Roz. Um, I am the Assistant Vice President for Student Affairs um, and have been at the Mount now for a uh, little over 16 years, which is which is a long time, um, and started out as the Director of Women's Leadership um, and then moved into my current role where I still oversee women's leadership and student engagement as well as career um, and professional development, those two departments. Um, and really just work to make sure that the student experience here, um, you know, and everything that we do outside of the classroom is one that is full of great experiences and great lessons um, and lots of leadership opportunities along the way. Amazing, awesome, awesome, awesome. I mean, I can speak so personally where you've just elevated and just continue to lift me up through my whole entire college experience. So I would say if anyone's listening, I mean, Dr. Roz is the person. I mean it, like <laughs> the person. You are um, so, so sweet to say that. Thank you. But um, we'll hop right into it because I could literally boast about you all day. So I don't <laughs> take too much time on that. But um, so first question is, what is Mount Leeds? So Mount Leeds is actually our leadership initiative that we launched back in 2016. Um, and it really came out of this desire to provide a language of leadership for our students. What we were realizing is that we have all of these amazing students like yourself um, who were doing a lot of um, volunteer work, you know, internships, um, clubs and organizations, all kinds of things, you know, throughout their time at the Mount. And when they were graduating, it became kind of a bullet on their resume, right? Where they would kind of put it up there. Yeah, I did this but it didn't really speak to the experiences and the knowledge that they were getting out of those leadership positions. Um, and so we wanted to create this, this language for them to really talk about what are the skills they're walking away with um, that really make them a true Mount leader. And so, you know, it really started there um, by just giving them the, the common tools to talk about it, to, to really be able to be very proud about all of the things that they had accomplished, both um, in elected leadership positions, but also in, you know, the things that they were just doing to a, being a great family member, a great older sibling, a great granddaughter, a great community member, um, and really elevating that in a way so that other folks could see that so that they could put that on their resume and then talk about it in interviews, um, in graduate school applications, and really shine the light on their leadership experiences at the Mount. 
Amazing. And so the, that's really kind of the origins of it is uh, you saw you wanted to kind of put a, a name to the face of the mount because so many of our mount leaders um, do so much in their community, not only in our community, but in their own personal community. Um, mm -hmm. And so when you say leadership language, um, I'm just going to get like <laughs> kind of, you know, nitpicky, you know, yeah. um, you know, can you describe what it means to have leadership language or what it, what that kind of process entails? Well, it might help to kind of give you some background on how, how we arrived at, at the language that we developed. So we started out um, within student affairs. We brought together a team of folks who really knew students across all of our different departments, everything from campus ministry to counseling and psych services to health services, women's leadership. And we all got around the table. And the first question I asked folks was to think about when we say, um, you know, that we graduate leaders at Mount St. Mary's, what are we talking about? And so we kind of just started throwing things out there. Um, and after, you know, at the end of the day, we had this full board of ideas, right? Everything from somebody who can speak their mind, somebody who helps others, um, somebody who knows their worth, who knows their values. Um, and we started to look at themes. Um, and that's how we arrived at our four core principles. Um, awareness of self and personal wellness, um, ethical decision-making and integrity, critical thinking and communication skills and active citizenship. So that's where we really started to get um, to, you know, that actual language. We wanted to capture what are those characteristics of a Mount leader? What are those skills that fall under each of those categories? Um, and because, you know, leadership is not something that's linear. It's not something that you, you know, have to go from point A to point B and then go down the line to get it, um, you can bounce around. So these four core principles are really accessible for everybody. So we wanted to make sure the language matched that, that, you know, that students could look at it and say, okay, I kind of know what that means. And I can go a little bit deeper and find out what it means for me personally. Um, so that's how we developed those principles. Um, but it really came from thinking about who our students are and what they lead with. Okay. And I mean, the, those four core principles, it, they're almost like categories and then under all these categories, things and attributes could go down them. And so that's how I really uh, learned them or mm -hmm. I think of them um, because each one is very important, um, but I think everybody has different strengths in each one. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. just as you said that leadership is not linear, leadership doesn't look, you know, exactly copy paste. <laughs> you know, you can't exactly. just control C, control V. <laughs> somebody and match that leadership it yes. has to be you know something for you um and so how do you think students can better understand mount leads as a leadership model well i think like you said i think the first thing is to understand that they can come at it from anywhere right so starting from any point whether they've they think of themselves as a leader or don't whether they've had a leadership position or, or haven't, you know, it really, um, when you come to the Mount, we tell everybody that they're all called to lead and that everyone can be a leader. And we really do mean that. When I, I say that to every incoming student at orientation, at Students Day, um, you know, that's what we want students to really own is that they have that capacity to lead. And so it's starting from where you are. Um, and starting in that personal kind of looking at yourself and starting from your strengths. 
Um, we don't want to start from a place of, oh, you know, I can never be a leader because I don't have X, Y, Z. I don't know how to public speak. I don't know how to run a meeting. You'll get there. Those things can be learned. And that's one of our leadership beliefs is leadership can be learned. But it's thinking about what do you already bring to the table? So what are the things that you're already great at? And if you can't think of them, I guarantee you somebody in your life can tell you what you're good at. You know, so whether it's a trusted friend or a mentor or family member, but, you know, ask people, what, what do you think I'm good at? Um, and you'll walk away with a whole list, but start there and then think about, you know, if these are the things I'm good at, how do I get better at them? How do I actually apply that to my everyday? You know, if somebody says, you know what, Erica, you're a great public speaker then how do you, how can you grow and develop that strength? How can you get more experience? How can you really think about, well, what's working for me? And then you can start to look at the things that you can improve on. Um, but it really has to start from that confidence. We really want students to know they already have it. We're not trying to build you into a mold of what a Mount Leader is. We really want you to be the best leader you are. Um, and that in and of itself is going to be make you a mount leader when when you leave us right so um, so students can come at it from from anywhere and then the second piece of that is obviously understanding that leadership is not a solitary endeavor right you can't be a leader on your own people have tried that doesn't work um, but you need to have a relationship with people so it's in relationship with others that you become better you know, so once you start to reflect on yourself, then you take that out, you get involved, you start working with people in your community. And before you know it, you will see that your skills have sharpened, your understanding has deepened because you're in community with other people who are also trying to do good work. Absolutely. And I mean, a person like me, I walk in and I think about my weaknesses first. <laughs> and so I think coming to the Mount was something uh, beneficial for me because now I think about all of the strengths that I have because, um, you know, because of this, you know, leadership model, it really does help build your confidence when you realize, oh, I do this well, and I do this well, and you sort of got start to gain that sense of, okay, I can do this actually, you know, yeah. some of these qualities, like the one that speaks to me or the attribute that speaks to me is awareness of self and personal mm -hmm. wellness. That is my just most <laughs> loved one, I think, and the one that I cherish the most because it really has helped me uh, start doing self-love in my own personal life. Um, yes. You know, I'm such a reflective person. So, you know, those ref the reflection that I've had about myself and who I am and who I want to be has been because of um, Mount Leeds. I really do believe that and <laughs> say that so sincerely because I never really thought of self-reflection. The first time I self-reflected really was at a retreat for a leadership scholars. So um, I think reflection has been something so vital to my growth. Um, and I'm super appreciative of this leadership model because I sort of started to gain the understanding that leadership isn't just one thing and that you mm -hmm. can have different strengths and qualities. Um, and with this, I've also learned to accept my weaknesses. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not the best at communication and critical thinking sometimes. I'm not the best um, when it came, I wasn't the best, I, I've since grown, but you know, I wasn't the best at active citizenship. I, I felt that I wasn't serving my community as much as I should. So when I saw those 
that I was not good at, I just immediately was like, how do I do that? How do I, you know, gain that perspective and follow into these categories that, I mean, it's not to limit you, but these are some great, <laughs> some great qualities to have in you as a human being, mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. you know, period. So I really wanted to grow um, and develop in each kind of principle of Mount Leeds, because I thought that it was something that would be important to my leadership, but something that would be important to my own um, sense of self. And so what do you suggest for students who want to incorporate Mount Leeds into not only their leadership, but their lifestyle and just don't know how? Yeah, I think I think you, you really hit the nail on the head when you talked about reflection. Um, that's something that is really an essential part of, of Mount Leeds and, and how we go about leadership at the Mount. Um, there's a, a really great um, leadership guru, John Gardner, who talked about the fact that leadership um, and like true leaders go constantly between action and reflection, right? You can't just do, do, do as a leader because if you don't take that time to step back to think about what worked, what went well, what could have gone better. Um, without that reflection piece, your next actions are not gonna be informed, they're not gonna be thoughtful, they're not gonna be intentional, um, and you're not gonna grow, and you're not gonna be able to lead anyone um, to a better place. And so we always come back to that reflection piece. And so I think for students, it's doing what, what exactly what you just described, You know, thinking about where are the areas that you feel like you're pretty confident in, um, but also where are the areas that you have some growth? And it's not to say that the list of things under each principle that you're gonna hit every single one, right? (laughs) We're never done as leaders. I'm constantly growing and challenging myself and learning from other people and learning from students like you, how to be a better leader, right? So it's not like you're gonna check off each box under Mount Leeds and say, yep, I'm done with that. I got public speaking down or I got team facilitation down, but it's really, you know, how can I, what experiences can I go out and get that'll help me get better? Um, And so what we've done, you know, in student affairs is every single experience in student affairs, we've matched up to Mount Leeds so that, you know, if you're in campus ministry and you're leading, um, you know, a prayer service, which principles align with that? If you're in SGA, what principles align with that? And then we encourage students to do that with everything that you're doing in your life. You know, if you're volunteering, you know, at your church, which Mount principles are you drawing on? Um, and do that constantly and just use it as a benchmark. It's not, again, it's not a, a step-by-step process, but it is a really great guide and a way of, of mapping out, you know, what skills, you know, can really help you grow as a leader um, and, and, and inform the way that you think about yourself as a leader, because I think you you have so much more, and I'm saying you like all students have you know have so much more to offer that I think sometimes we think about, um, and and I think I'm guilty of this too. Imposter syndrome is real, you know, and I you know I hear students talk about that a lot, but I want students to hear you know it happens to everybody. It happens at every point in someone's career, you know. Um, I was in, I was at an event uh, a couple years ago with other, other uh, staff at the Mount and we were all having an imposter syndrome moment where we were walking to an event and we all looked at each other like, do we belong here? Why are we here? You know, everyone in that room is really important. 
and maybe we don't belong. And we all, I mean, these are, I'm, I was talking with I mean, accomplished women in their own right, people that I admire, people that are leaders. Um, and we were all having this collective moment, right? And then we all looked at each other and named it and said, okay, you know what? We're having some serious imposter syndrome right now. We need to step back. We have this. We're confident. We know what we're here for. We know we can, you know, we belong. We have a space at the table. And I think, you know, that's another part of it is, is Mount Leeds gives you the map, but you also have to own, I always tell students own that leadership term. Don't, don't be afraid to call yourself a leader because, you know, that's the first step is understand that you are, that you're bringing that already. Um, and then, you know, you'll settle in as time goes on, you'll get more comfortable and, you know, you'll get a little bit, it'll get a little easier to say the things that you know, you're good at. Um, and, and so I think that, you know, you, you can lean into it in different ways and it's going to be different for every single person um, because leadership is going to look different for you versus another student based on their experiences and their backgrounds and their beliefs. And that's okay. We need all kinds. And that's why you don't have to have every single attribute in Mount Leeds to be a good leader. The things that you may not have in your bucket, you know, when you're a leader, look for those people to be on your team invite them in. You know, I don't ever want to be the one who has everybody around me who, who thinks like me, who approaches every problem like me, because that's not going to be um, effective. You know, I want people who are smarter than me in a lot of other different things that I know nothing about, or I might have an idea, but they can, they can knock it out the park because they come at it in a very different way with a different perspective. So um, it, it really is a collective way of looking at leadership um, through Mount Leeds and then figuring out, you know, when you're on a team, especially, how do you bring all that together um, so that you are covering, you know, if, if you're a great team, you can easily look at Mount Leeds, you know, on an exec board for a club or, you know, on a sports team even and say, okay, what are you bringing to the table? Okay, here's what I'm bringing. Here's how we're going to bring this all together so that we're effective in whatever we're doing. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's personal, but it's also relational at the same time. Mm -hmm. And as you said, you get more comfortable, you know, over time because I we're hitting on all these points, and I think people might think, I how am I supposed to do all this? <laughs> like they're saying so much, but I mean, over time, it really starts to feel. Um, easier and it starts to feel like okay I can do this say for example when I first started doing these podcasts every episode I'd come on super nervous just very not relaxed and um kind of having anxiety because I have to talk to such important people in our community and it was so overwhelming but over time um, even though I still get kind of nervous, it's not as bad as it used to be. And it's mm -hmm. not as overwhelming as it used to be. And I have a system and a process that I go by now. Um, and that took reflection. That took me reflecting and say, dude, why are you so nervous to talk to people? Like, you <laughs> love talking to people. <laughs> and so, um, as you said, reflect, reflection, you, it, it really does make you intentional and it kind of centers what you want to focus on because, we're not gonna, we're not always gonna have like great qualities. We're not always gonna have these strengths, but admitting to them and saying, you know what? Who else has it? <laughs> Who else can I draw exactly. up? You know, it's so important to, as you said, to have a team um, and to be a collective. I mean, I have so many teammates at this school that I think I can really count on and I can go to and I can lean on and they can lean on me. Um, 
And having that foundation, even when it's not, sometimes you think, man, I don't, it's me, myself, and I, but really it's, it's not supposed to be that way, I don't think, uh, for me exactly. at least. And yeah. I believe that teamwork makes the dream work. Um, and Definitely. so when I see all the people who I've, like the connections that I've made here, my leadership scholar cohort, who we still periodically and very often you know, type in a group message, we love each other, we're doing great, keep going. Or even, you know, my co like SGA cohort, you know, we all, you know, especially my co-senator, we have such a great and close relationship and we work so well together because it's essential when you're doing work that's kind of difficult or not always, you know, just one thing, you have many things to do. Mm -hmm. um, being on a team is so important and it's so, so important to have your people. Um, because even though we work together, I know that at the end of the day, they'll be there for me. Um, yeah. And, you know, we always have such deep conversations and talk with each other. And that team feeling is something I've never felt before. I've never, I've had like, you know, my friends and stuff in the past where I didn't really know we were a team, but we were, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so this idea of collectivism has just now hit me when, uh, when we live in such an individualistic society, like we just, we are, America is very, you know, based in individualism, if we're being honest. So we think mm -hmm. that we have to go at this alone and that some people don't feel like they need to share their experiences and they don't want to, you know, look a certain way, but it's really, you have to lean on people. It's, something that's so necessary and it takes a lot of vulnerability at the end okay. of the day but once you are able to break that barrier it's worth it to me oh yeah i mean it does it, it takes leadership is not about always kind of shining light on yourself and and you just being out there it's acknowledging that it takes everybody um i mean I look at Mount Leeds and how far it's come um, and hearing you talk about it and how you resonate with it makes me so happy um, because it started out as this little idea that I heard at a conference and I was like, hey, we could do that. And I, you know, this is what I, I've been wanting to create something around leadership for every Mount student, but I didn't know quite what. Um, and I came back, but it was really once we started talking about it as a team that everyone made it whole, right? Like there, this was not a singular endeavor. Every single person brought to it. And then we, we took it to students in that first year we launched and said, hey, here are the principles. Does this make sense? You know, really like tell us, you know, do these words resonate with you? Can you see yourself in this? Um, but it had to be, you know, it had to be a team approach to it for it to work. Um, and we're still using that today. You know, it's, it's something that everyone has had a part of, um, you know, in student affairs. And now we're actually branching out to a lot of the different academic departments as well. So we've worked with faculty to tie it into classes so that um, students in different majors can understand like, hey, leadership is everywhere, right? So regardless of whether, whatever career you're gonna go into, um, whatever path you choose, being a leader is gonna get you farther. You know, your ability to work with other people, to, to fortify yourself um, as you're starting a graduate program, to communicate well, all of those things are gonna serve you well in your life um, 
And so we've started to kind of work, work with those angles as well, because we really want students to see it's, it's everything, right? It's not just what you're doing um, in these positions, but it's what you're doing inside the classroom. It's what you're doing with your research. It's what you're doing when you're with your family. All of that contributes to who you are as a leader. So it's not just one piece of yourself um, that you can really lead at all times. And the way you lead may differ depending on what environment you're in, right? I lead in, in a very different way when I'm at home versus when I'm at work versus when I'm with my community. And that's okay, right? Because that's still, that's you, you know, really knowing yourself and bringing your gifts in different ways to different situations. Um, and I think Mount Leeds does that because it gives you a, a foundation across all these principles that um, you can draw upon um, when you need them. Mm -hmm. You make a great point that leadership is bound to adjust depending on your environment. You know, yeah. the way that I move on campus is completely different than the way that I help my church or the way that I, you know, talk with my friends because sometimes we need leadership in our friendships. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Especially when it comes to making plans. So, um, you know, I find that it's important to, you know, know when to draw out some qualities and when to draw in some qualities. Um, because yes, yes, speaking personally, I'm a very just, I go out there. I recently was in the class and they were like, are you a tiger? Are you a hare, a turtle and another animal? And I was like, I'm a tiger. <laughs> as soon as they said tiger, I was like, yeah, that's me because I'm just very go-getter, go, -getter. go mm -hmm. you know, just step up to the plate. And so yeah. Sometimes I have to draw that in and I have to tone it back down and not be that way to give other people the opportunity to be that way. Um, and that can either be on mm -hmm. campus, that could be at my church. I lead a, I hope to do a youth ministry or something like it's, it's very kind of loose, but we hold, you know, spaces. Um, and I noticed that I have to, I can't always be the one speaking or saying all the words, you know, I have to give everybody else this opportunity to also do what they, what we're here for. So yeah. um, you, it's important to know your environment and to know when to do certain things and when to not, because you don't want to, <laughs> I find that I don't want to be that person that's overbearing or that, you know, doesn't allow other people the space or doesn't allow other people the floor. Um, as you said, it's mm -hmm. important to let others shine and shine in their light and shine light on them too and, and help yeah. <laughs> their light shine. Um, so doing that is has also something that I've learned through Mount Leeds. Um, even though I've never been like a, a self-absorbed or self-centered person, you know, I've, I've always tended to talk too much or maybe, I don't know, but I just have fully understood, you know, it's important to let other people kind of also come in, you know, it's important to let other people be with you and beside you and yeah. um, to give them the floor, give them the space uh, to do what they are here for too. It's not just you. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, Mount Leeds has really nailed that in, like sealed it in for me. I mean, I already was aware of it, but <laughs> I have grown over time to be like, okay, stay silent right now or okay <laughs> <laughs> don't do this right now or yeah you need to do this right now because no one else will you know when we get into the zoom meetings with the breakout rooms oh my 
goodness. That is <laughs> that is leadership because everybody doesn't want to talk. No one wants to really be in this breakout room. We hardly know each other. Yeah. So you have to step up to the plate and be like, hi, how is everyone's day? How's everybody doing? Let's get started. What should we start with? You know, mm-hmm. someone has to do that. And so when no one does it, I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> but see, and when you do that, then you're modeling it for other people, right? So maybe next time, you know, able to really see how it looks in action. Um, and, and because it doesn't matter. The thing with leadership is it doesn't matter how old you are, how many things you've accomplished. It doesn't matter what's on your resume. You know, that doesn't affect how well you lead. You can have all kinds of titles next to your name and not be a good leader. Mm-hmm. But it's about how you're, you know, what you said, it's how you approach situations. It's how you, how you work with other people. Those are the things that, you know, really gauge your effectiveness as a leader, because, you know, I, and I, I've heard from alums who've got into, um, into careers after the Mount. Um, most recently, I heard from some of our nursing students who said when they started working at a hospital, they were surprised that they knew how to run meetings. They knew how to how to work with the other nurses on their floor and figure out a situation and that their supervisors were commenting on this. They were like, how did you just know to do that? And they were like, well, I practiced a lot in college. I was in leadership and I, I learned, you know, and sometimes it didn't go right. And then I fixed it the next time and I tweaked it a little bit, but they're coming in with these skills already because like you said, you know, you're starting to put it into action now and you're getting more comfortable and you're growing it in yourself. And so when, when you get out, people go, oh, that person really knows how to lead already, you know, and, and that's an amazing thing to hear from our alums that it's serving them well, you know, even after the mount. Exactly. I've learned so much from I, just as I've been able to maybe teach people, I don't know. Yes. I've, been able to, <laughs> I've been able to learn so much more um, and gain so much knowledge from, you know, my peers, my mentors like you. I've been able to, I just, I remember meeting with you for the like first time, just us and walking away like, that's the person who I want to be like. <laughs> that is the best compliment, Erica. Yeah, no, like that, it really was. So just having that kind of, I, I don't know, having those learning moments really, or teaching moments uh, have overall just helped me in my just development as a human. Like I cannot express in words how much Mount Leeds has helped me as an individual and has reached my life outside and beyond the mount because I've been able to apply it to things that are outside of the mount. Um, And as you said, even though you may have the title, it does not sometimes make you a leader. (laughs) Um, You know, I, I experienced, I'm at home with my mom right now and she has all these, she's just going through it at work because the leadership is just poor. Like I, I like to think that everybody can be a leader, but these people, I'm like, wow, what? Like, this is how I've, it's so completely different. And I'm like, man, y'all should look at Mount Leeds. Like it's so completely different from what we do. It's such different leadership. Like I heard them screaming on the phone at workers, like very volatile, very, not a good environment. Just, I was like, that's, that's how y'all do leadership. That is not leadership to me, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think that's, I, I just actually earlier this morning had a, had a meeting with one of our new leadership scholars and we were talking about just that. Like once you, once you study leadership, your, your mind shifts a little bit because then you have this perspective that you start to apply to everything, right? Because you, you know, the stories, you know, your families are telling you, you have that lens of leadership. And once you have that, it's hard to turn it off sometimes because you're always kind of looking at, like you said, like, hmm, you know, and, and I think that's the important piece, right, is, is we always talk about the fact that it can be learned because I hate, I hate seeing um, anything that says like, you know, I was born a leader or natural born leader. And I, I hate that because I, it, it really just has gotten under my skin because, you know, I really, I don't buy into that because I think that, that then that disempowers folks. It makes people think like, well, then I guess I'm not, if, if somebody didn't tell me when I was little that I'm a natural born leader, I guess I'm not it. And that's so not true. I, you know, I was not outspoken when I was younger. I was, I was really little and shy and bullied and, and it took a while. It took a, a good long time um, until I really got to college that I started to kind of get out of my shell. And, and if I would have listened, um, you know, as many, I think people do, you know, I wouldn't have thought that I could ever go out for things and, and try new things, but, but I did have this, this desire, you know, and it sometimes it, it takes, um, it takes you seeing it in yourself. It takes other people seeing it in yourself, but, but it has to be learned. And so, you know, when you start to see how other people do leadership, you start to go, wait a minute. Um, and it's also, you know, to be honest, I think when I hear stories like that of, of somebody having a bad, you know, sometimes students will come to me and say, oh, my supervisor at my job off campus is, is saying all these things and I know it's not right. And, and I'm like, well, maybe somebody never taught them, you know, maybe somebody never sat down and said, hey, you're now going to manage this team. This is how you have to do it. These are the things you need to consider. Um, you know, that's, that's not the case. And, and we try to do it at the mouth because we feel it's important and we know it'll take our students far, but not everyone has afforded that. Um, and I do think that that's, that's huge. And that's where, you know, usually our students, when they get out there, are the ones teaching other people um, because they know they have it. Yeah. It's, it's been interesting to talk to my mom because she's in the work, she's in, she's in the She's in corporate, basically. She's a very, yeah. <laughs> it's really corporate. And it's just made me realize how much that culture in there needs to change because, um, you know, as you said, Mount Leeds has provided a whole different mind shift to me about what leadership is. I think sometimes people think of a leader as someone who leads a team and then you go do. I think you're just another team member. Honestly, yeah. you're just another teammate. Um, just trying to give as much guidance as you can, but you're also doing the work. And mm -hmm. so I hear how I'm like, so what do they do besides yell at you? <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to ask them. Um, and it's just really that whole natural born leader thing. I think that's how they feel about themselves, but I think that's a very condescending, condescending way to think about yourself. I'm being honest. Yes, you can be, naturally have strong qualities of putting yourself out there or you can have yeah. strong qualities of being vocal or speaking up but that i just don't believe i maybe some people are i'm i was not a naturally born leader just like you i was bullied a lot i was very shy i was a surprisingly an introvert 
I didn't do, I was just mm -hmm. very much inside myself as a kid. And so to be the person that I am today has taken so many years, so much work and development. Um, and it's going to take more work and development to get to, you know, the peak that I can do, get to, to continue to work on myself, to continue to grow for others around me. And that's what I think is really wrong with my mom's company. And that's what I, I don't want to say it, but they've grown stagnant. They, none of them work to grow on themselves. It doesn't seem like, and they make these short term instead of long term moves for their company that won't benefit them in the future. And so having already seen that and figuring that out, I'm like, dude, how do you even think like that at this moment? It's because of okay. Mount Leeds. And I'm like, why are you even thinking about this right now? I'll think about it while I'm laying in bed just in at night, like, man, what's wrong? Like, what are they not doing right? And it's just because leadership is something that I now feel drawn to. I feel called to it. I feel like it's, I want to be in leadership uh, with other people and to have, you know, the spirit of making something better and making something whole for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, as you said, the mind shift, because I don't think I've had, <laughs> I don't think I had that kind of um, thought process before attending college. Um, if my mom would have told me about this, I would have been like, man, they're jerks. But I wouldn't have said like, they're not running their company in any <laughs> way. <laughs> you know? um, so I definitely agree that the mind shift that you, you kind of go through um, is something I'm like, how? I, I really do believe uh, I do this so often. I plug leadership scholars because I feel like it's something for all leaders that anyone and everyone should do. Um, because mm -hmm. I, it's just something profound how it's changed my life, my outlook, my personality. I don't, <laughs> it's just changed so much about me for the better and for the greater good. And so um, I'm just immensely blessed for that program and to have such like strong figures in my life that, you know, uplift me and that keep telling me that, you know, it's, you are boundless. You have no boundaries. It's yeah, <laughs> anything, anything can happen. You can do anything. And so hearing that from not only, you know, faculty like yourself, but even, you know, my peers and the people who I'm friends with, who are also leadership scholars, you know, it's, it's empowering. It makes me feel good about myself. Um, and I, I just, that's why I like doing this because I hope that this podcast makes other people feel good about themselves. I hope that people can see themselves and I try to speak very candidly and openly and mm -hmm. honestly about, yeah, I have weaknesses. Yes, I have things that I, I don't always show up in the best ways, but no one does. I mean, you can, <laughs> exactly. you know, we, I think that not at the Mount, we don't have that culture, but there's this culture of not talking about when you're in trouble or when you need help or when you've been in need of help or when you mm -hmm. are struggling and it's it's so hard to ask for help that's something that i've had to learn is saying i need help i need yeah. somebody please <laughs> you know it takes a lot so well and that's a sign of a good leader too right is to acknowledge when you're not at your best and when you might need other people to step in and when you know, even when you've done something wrong, you know, you're not always going to make the right decision. You know, you may, you might, um, you know, as a leader, like I've made mistakes and I've had to go and say, you know what, 
I'm sorry. You know, I thought this was going to end a different way and it didn't. So that's on me. Um, and, and more than likely people are going to understand that because it's a very human thing to do is to, you're not always going to succeed. Um, but it's what you do with that, right? When you don't succeed, do you own it? Do you take that time to think about what, you know, what can happen, you know, in the future that, and how can you make it better? Um, or do you start pointing fingers and you're like, oh no, it wasn't me. It was that person over there. And, you know, which unfortunately we see played out a lot, right? Where people blame other people. And it's like, no, like you, if you own it, you know, people are, are more likely to respect you and, and to not fault you for it because it's not a, you know, it's not a, a, a a personal thing where, you know, it defines you. Um, and I think that's been one of the biggest, um, that's been one of the biggest leadership lessons I think I've learned over my life is that, you know, when, when things don't go right, it doesn't define who you are for the rest of your life. You know, um, it, you, you, but you do, you have to take a moment, feel bad, you know, feel sad about it, angry, whatever it is, you know, cause that's real. Um, and then take that time to reflect and say, okay, you know, how do I make sure this doesn't happen again? How do I make sure I can grow from this and, and come up on top and, and figure it out for the future? But it's not, you know, leadership isn't this shiny, you know, shiny thing all the time where it's like, oh, everything's just going to be awesome and wonderful. And, and that's why we have personal wellness in there because it's not easy. You've got to take care of yourself as a leader or else you're going to burn out or else you're not going to be effective or you're, you know, you're going to go too far one way and you're going to forget to take care of other people or you're going to forget a step in the process, but you have to take that time for yourself. Um, that's, that's huge because, you know, no one goes into leadership because they don't want to do stuff. You, you go in because you're ready to work and you're ready to devote your, your energy and your time to something you care about. And a big part of my leadership is owning my whole self. I'll own every, every, everything about me and all of my faults and what I've done wrong. And as you said, when things don't go right, it sucks. I remember I had a, I had this, I was in this program called IB and we have these really, we have these really just awful tests. I'm a poor test taker. So it was just, the cards were already stacked against me, but it was for something, it was for a film class. And film is my thing. I want to be, a, that's what I want to do. And so I did really bad and all my friends did really good. And I just remember going home so defeated, <laughs> so sad. I cried. I was very like upset. I was like, is this really something that I am going to do? Like, is this really what I want to do in life? And I can't even pass this one test that everybody who, some of them don't even want to be film majors they passed. And then I, after about a day of sulking, I was like, okay, it's whatever. <laughs> you know, you just, I, I learned to let it go. <laughs> I learned to let it roll off. <laughs> and, but I also in that process went to my teacher and I asked like, what did I do wrong? You know, what, what happened? What could I have done better? Like, I just, I told her simply, I was like, I want to do this. So what, like, what what's up what's the deal how could I be a better mm -hmm. you know film person and she said she was like Erica it wasn't you it's the attributes of the test you know you said everything perfectly but it wasn't the criteria it wasn't like I just don't think I understood completely what I was supposed to be saying and I mean that's okay uh and I lived and yeah. I learned from that and I'm still here I'm still doing what I love and I didn't let it deter me or stop me 
Mm-hmm. Um, it got like a really low score. It was like a score out of five and I got a two. So yeah. But, but see, it's what you did in that moment, right? You asked, you also followed up and asked. I think, I think sometimes people are afraid to find out, you know, why things didn't go right, but you have to ask. And, and I think, you know, anytime we, we don't do as well as we thought we would, um, it's hard. It's hard to take, you know, because we're human and we want to do well, you know, and we want to feel good. But I've also kind of learned, you know, you you have to kind of ask those follow-up questions, you know, ask people who you trust, who are going to really give you that great feedback and say, okay, here's, you know, here's what you can do for the future. Here's things to consider, but also not to take it personally. Like, you know, I, I try to, to, really go, you know, to separate out what's part of me, um, you know, part of my inner being, part of who I am as a person. And, 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 you know, I don't let it, I don't let the, the, the obstacles kind of define that, you know, it's, it's what, what can I do? I'm always kind of trying to look forward to the next thing. Um, you know, what's going to make it better. How can I grow stronger from this? And I think that's what you did in that moment. You know, you said like, Hey, I'm going to claim what I want. I want to be in film. This is what is important to me. Um, and you'll find that there are stories of amazing, successful leaders who have failed a lot, right? A lot of the time. Um, but you know, we talk about resiliency. We talk about this, this ability to bounce back up, which, you know, sometimes seems easier said than done, but it's, but you have to take that moment for yourself. You know, we're not saying power through and never stop and just ignore it. We're saying, take a moment, fall, right? That's fine. And then find the strength, find the way out, find, you know, show up the next day um, because that's what gets you going and that's what gets you back in, right? so yeah, you're, that's, that's a sign of a leader right there. You, you did it. You didn't even know you were doing it. <laughs> exactly. I didn't even, at, at that point I was maybe a senior in high school. I really did not see myself as like a strong leader. I saw myself as someone who like could do good work for other people and could work on the sidelines next to a leader, but not really be a leader. And so as you, you spoke to the resilience, you know, I have that I think quality through my just natural life of being resilient. I've had a lot of failures. <laughs> I I fail. I will tell you. I'm the first to say that I will I will fail something, but I don't let it like stop me. I don't let it, you know, get me down too much. It, it as you said, we're human. It's going to be that sting and that pain, but uh, you know, it's how you move forward in that is I think the most sit like important part. So even yeah. if you did fail, it's how you move on from that failure that really determines if I failed. You know, I <laughs> I think back to that time and I'm like, I really did not. I mean, even though I did poorly on the test, I'm still a good human. I still went back and said, how can I grow and develop? You know, and that was exactly in and of itself a success. That was yeah. that was a, a, a good moment, a, a high time. So um, I, I just really do value having Mount Leeds now because as you said reflection is a big part of this so I reflect back to those moments and think wow you're really just doing that without anyone having to tell you so you should have I should have been looking at those signs instead of looking at what I thought a leader was Mm -hmm. Um, 
And now that I know that a leader isn't just one thing, I know that I've always been a leader in some way. Um, I've always been, you know, been able to have leadership in some form, whether it be conventional or unconventional. So <laughs> it, it's really important looking at all of life when you think yeah. about leadership too. And so um, one of the questions that I wanted to ask was, how do you personally embed Mount Leeds through your leadership? Um, and then do you also find yourself using these aspects in your own personal life? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I think we've touched on it already, but the reflection piece, I always try to do. Um, it's a little harder in this in the middle of this pandemic, right? Where <laughs> we're, we're, you know, I'm in my in my house um, and don't get a lot of alone time. Um, which is fine. Um, but I do try to take that time out of every day, you know, even just to, to reflect on, on, you know, how I feel about things, how I feel about the decisions I've made or the work I've done, the conversations I've had. Um, because I think that, that that's, that's huge. Um, and to also, you know, try to practice what I preach, right? If I'm going to tell students, to take care of themselves, um, then I better start doing it, you know, and, and I've had to rethink how I approach that. Um, you know, that that personal wellness piece, I think is, is hard for a lot of folks to do. Um, and so I've had to, you know, I at first had all these lofty goals of like, I'm gonna, you know, work out more, I'm gonna, you know, take a, a long walk around my neighborhood every day. And I think, I think in, in trying to do that, I realize some days I'm going to do well. I'm, I'm going to, you know, get it, and it's going to. I'm going to feel good. And other days I'm not going to hit the mark, and and that that's okay, um, you know. And and so giving you giving yourself that room to to not always have it completely right. Um, and I think I've reflected on all of these principles. To be honest, I think you know I always go back to awareness of self, but I mean ethical decision-making integrity. I mean, we are in such a, um, such a, a critical time in, in the United States, in our world, right? Where we're, we're talking about issues that we should have been talking about um, and should have been at the forefront for, for many, many, many years, right? Um, and it's forcing everyone to kind of take a step and go, okay, where do I land on this? Like, if I really say, I believe these things. How do my actions reflect that? How do I, how do I live that out in a way that's that's aligned, right? And that's, um, you know, we've had a lot of conversations. I know at the mountain, we'll continue to do that. But even personally for myself, I've been having to do that. Um, and you know, I think that that's that that's essential um, to to being able to grow as a leader. Is to, you know, there's been a lot of things that I've had to say. You know what? I don't know enough. I have to learn a whole lot more um, and I have to, to ask people, I have to, you know, go to, you know, go to different sources to figure out, you know, what is my best approach? Where, where else do I need to get knowledge? Um, things like that, I think are important to, to realize that you're never going to know it all. You know, you're, you're never going to have all of it, but you know, are you, are you moving in that right direction? Are you trying your best to continue to learn? Um, and, you know, so I think that, that it's, it's a time where all of these principles have really been at play. I mean, you know, 
critical thinking, communication skills, for sure, as we try to confront all kinds of things, um, not only, you know, in our society, but also at the mount, you know, as we figure out the pandemic and how we respond and this remote learning and how to keep our students engaged. Um, and then, you know, how do we how do we connect to the greater whole? How do we connect to our community and whatever communities that that is, you know? Um, and realizing that I'm doing it well in some aspects and I'm not in others. And and why is that? And how do I how do I make that better? Um, but you know, I think I think that the beauty of Mount Leeds um, and the way that we we tried to put it together was so that it was accessible for every single person, right? That it wasn't a okay, you're going to start as a first year student, you're going to move up. No, like you could be a grad student, you can be a faculty member, you can be a staff member, you can be anybody and, and find something in this that you can resonate with, that you can either see that you want to work on or see that you want to strengthen in yourself. And I think that's where, um, you know, that's where, that's where it starts to become this really great way to grow as an individual. And so I think I, I've used it. Um, I continue to use it. If I, you know, I don't think I would be able to talk about it or teach it to students unless I, I try to live it myself and, and knowing full well that we're all, we're all works in progress when it comes to this, you know? Um, but yeah, I think I, I'm really proud of where we are, but I also know we have a lot, a lot, a lot to do still. This this will continue to grow. I think more students need to learn about it. Um, you know, beyond leadership scholars. Um, you know, I want it to touch as many students as possible because it is it is something that can apply to everybody, right? I mean, we talked about like you don't have to be one kind of leader. You don't have to be the person out front. You don't have to be the person um, whose face is out there. You you know, and I think that's what I've loved hearing too is from students who have said you know, I've learned I, I am a leader, even though I don't, I don't do the stuff in front of people. I'm always behind the scenes. Um, but naming that as leadership is important because, you know, you can't discount that. You can't discount the skill and the experiences that that person is having and that they're contributing to the world um, in that space. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I went around your question a little bit. but <laughs> No, you really didn't go around the question. I think you answered it perfectly that, um, you know, it's it's seen through so many different ways. I mean, okay. you, you also said that you can't teach this without living it. You have yeah. to, you know, there's a piece of you that really has to, you know, know it. Um, and so you also kind of hit on like what you want for the future. But, you know, what are your hopes for the future of Mount Leeds? I know that you mentioned you know, it's reach too. Obviously you have to lead in that way, but you know, how are you leading with parents, with your school that you're working with, with the bigger, you know, the bigger school district, if you're working at a public school, who are you interacting with? How do you have those conversations? What are you bringing to that table? Um, and so I think that there's so much more, but I, I think the, the, the dream of course, is that every student, when they leave the Mount can have that language you know, can look at Mount Leeds and say, oh yeah, here's how I live out that principle in my own way. Here are the experiences I had, here are the skills I have, um, and they can take that out and, and really showcase that to whoever they meet. Um, because I think that's what is different. That is what sets our Mount graduates apart. Um, and I know it does because I've heard it. I've heard it from alums. I've heard it from people who've hired our students that you know they bring something special um 
but I, I really want that language to just be part of, of every day, you know, in terms of students really seeing themselves as leaders and going out into the world knowing that they have it already. I, I really do believe that Mount Leeds has pushed so many people so far ahead uh, of, you know, not anyone, but just ahead in themselves where mm -hmm. they can go into these settings and really just adapt, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. they are, they don't even, I don't know, I, I was going to make an analogy and it probably wouldn't have made sense, but yeah, it just is, we just fit in there immediately. Um, because we have the, that tool, those tools and knowledge uh, that, you know, it sets us apart. And so it was interesting hearing how the nursing majors or people who would go on to be nurses said that, like, I was able to lead meetings. And it's that's okay. because that's something that's done so frequently. <laughs> um, so that's just amazing to hear. And, um, you know, before we sign off, I just wanted to ask if we had you know, any last comments about Mount Leeds that you think is important? Um, I, I think I would just say, you know, I encourage all students to kind of find um, find the, the, the aspects of it that really truly speak to them. You know, start there, look at, you know, we have, we built out a really great page on the MyMSMU site um, where if you put in Mount Leeds, it'll give you um, across the university, all of the different ways that you can practice these things, that you can gain these skills, get this experience. But beyond that, you know, just, just kind of looking at what are all of those attributes that are listed under each one, and what are the things that you're instantly drawn to? Either because you want to, to develop that skill, or you feel like you can get better at it. Um, and then start there and start asking, asking, you know, the staff asking, you know, faculty, how do I, how do I do this? How do I grow in this area? Um, you know, my biggest thing is, is leadership has to start with yourself. And so um, no one can tell you how to lead, which is why, you know, we don't even try to do that. We're just trying to get you to have these. It's basically this, this toolbox that we're giving you and saying here, you know, take, take what works for you. Um, grow, develop, and then, and then use what you can. And you're going to use different things at different times. But I think the biggest thing is that it has to be something that is personal for each student um, and that they feel. Because you can't lead if you don't feel it. If, if, it, if you're trying to be another person's version of a leader, it's never going to be right for you. Um, and I think, you know, I think that's hard. I think it's hard because, you know, I know I've had moments in my life Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think my hope is that it will truly be integrated across the mount. And I think, you know, we've made a lot of strides there. But, um, you know, so that students in all programs across all sectors of, of the mount, um, all different courses, faculty, staff, you know, we we really started to have a lot more conversation about how to integrate this into um you know, student employment, right? Like, so how does your work study job life where I've tried to emulate somebody or I've said, oh, that person's a really good leader. Let me try to be them, but it's just not me. Um, and and you, you know, it's not a right fit. You know, I, like I've had to, I've never been that very extroverted, like I can speak in front of a lot of people, but I'm never going to be the like, whoa, you know, <laughs> in front of the room screaming, dancing around, like, 
that's just not me. And I've had, and early on in my career, I had to just say, that's not me. I tried it. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't come across that way, but let, let me just try to do it my own way. Let me try to do it in a way that I still feel connects with students and has them know that they can come to me and that I'm, I'm here for them without me being this like, you know, kind of raw, raw person. And, and I admire my colleagues who can do that. I look at them and they can get a crowd going and they feel at ease and students are like, oh my God, they're so fun. And I'm like, that's great. I want you to go do that. And then I'll, I'll talk later. <laughs> you know, I'll go after you. Um, but, you know, I think knowing yourself is, is key. And I think um, the main takeaway for every student has to be that you already have it. You already have it. Um, so you just got to figure out what you're going to do with it. And, and I think that that's, that's the biggest piece right, is, is college is about figuring that out, is, is learning more about yourself, learning more about other people, learning about the world, you know, figuring out what's important to you, and so um, growing into your own leadership is, is an accumulation of all of that. Mm -hmm. It's you taking all of those things in, and then you putting it back out there, and sharing it with other people. Well, I can't think of a better way to, to wrap of our dialogue it's been believe it or not it's been like a full hour oh my gosh yeah so it, it just flew honestly but it uh, thank you so much again dr ross for being here today i mean i absolutely just appreciate you i appreciate you giving your time to this and thank oh, you for being Lord. such an amazing you know leader an amazing person to the student body i just I, you're just terrific i mean i oh, absolutely you, <laughs> i yeah i just can't describe in words how much you've done for me and what you've done for me. And I just, again, I, it was so great to have you on today and to speak with you and to have a whole hour just with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have loved every minute. I've, I've been looking forward to this time with you and um, just so appreciate everything you're doing. And I'm so proud of you um, and everything you have accomplished. And, and I know, you know, this is just the beginning. There's a lot more to come, but, um, but I, I, sincerely thank you for this time and for all your very kind words um, they thank mean you so thank much you. to me um and so for our next episode we will be talking about how leadership is a relational process a little bit of what we mentioned today um so with that remember that you know leadership is not one size fits all and mount leads is here for you <laughs> you know it's here for you to grow in and develop in and so Thank you so much for listening into Uncommon Woman for an Uncommon